Welcome in. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good midday. Welcome into Tide 100.9. This is Cup of Joe. Midday Madness. Joe Gaither, Sepp Shirey. And then turn Blaine. Blaine, I'm blaming this one on you. Sepp not being ready for the, for, for the music. So I'm blaming that on you there. So well done. Welcome in to Cup of Joe. You guys can jump in and join the show at 205-342-9904 on the Derry Daniel State Farm Hotline. We appreciate Derry Daniel sponsoring the program each and every day. He can take care of you with all your home life and auto insurance needs. Give him a call today. At 205-758-3391. As always, you can jump in and join us on the Twitter machine at Tide109, at Septimus underscore 44, and at Joe Gaither6. Send us your comments, questions, queries, and complaints. Going to have a fun show on Cup of Joe. Happy Friday to each and every one of you guys. I hope you guys are ready for the weekend. I know I am myself. I want to let you know when I finish here at noon, we'll pass it off to Big Noon Sports, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. I'll have Ryan Fowler on the game at 2 o'clock, and then Alabama. Alabama baseball, the Tide takes on Texas A&M tonight. Uh, you'll be able to hear that right here on Tide 100.9. So keep it locked into Tide 109 and download the Tide 109 app. It's the best way to keep up with all your Crimson Tide news and notes. So what are we going to do today? Actually, there's a lot. There's a lot to get into today. Uh, well, uh, I actually spent my evening out at Hillcrest High School. I want to say thanks to the Hillcrest High School Patriots Administration for having me out there. A uh, little Got to do a little PA work last night, Seth. That was my first time ever i was like what the heck do i say just trying to think of all the great pa announcers i ever listened to and then uh just try to fit in with the with the hillcrest patriots the patriots last night taking on defending 6A runner-up, the Mountain Brook Spartans, uh, last night in the spring game. So it was a lot of fun, a little spring football for, for me. Uh, seeing, you know, Hillcrest now without Ethan Crawford, and, and they, they lost uh, they, they lost a good bit. I mean, no, they lost a good bit of what they had from last year's team. But Bryson Kimbrough, their new junior quarterback, he got some time actually last season with uh, with Ethan Crawford's in- injury, and Bryson Kimbrough picked up last night uh, last night in their spring game. Just uh, he, he looked like he was ready to take over the Patriots' offense. He had a huge rushing touchdown. He was slinging the ball around, so uh, it was it was business as usual for the Hillcrest Patriots. Very physical up front, very physical up front, running the football. Jay Sean Lamb and Jay Brown uh, keep keeping things going in the backfield for the Hillcrest Patriots. So I'm I'm, I'm expecting a, another big year for them. Uh, I was impressed with Mountain Brook. I was impressed with uh, their efforts. Uh, Clark Sanderson and uh, they had a a quarterback, John Cooper, who uh, who played pretty well. And ultimately, uh, they played three live quarters, Sep. They played three live quarters, and Hillcrest won uh, won on the scoreboard, uh, 23-21. And then they played a fourth quarter where they let the JV kind of alternate six-play possessions so they can get the JV out there. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a little spring action last night. A little interesting note. Locally, T.J. Banks transferred, uh, if you didn't realize this, T.J. Banks transferred from Northridge to Hillcrest uh, over the over the offseason, over the over the spring, and he made his debut, his spring, de- spring, spring game debut last night, uh, took a touchdown to the house, or, or took a, excuse me, took a kickoff return to the house, that's what I meant to uh, <laughs> make that clearly, took, took a kickoff return about 90 yards uh, straight to the house, uh, very impressive, he played a little bit, of, a little bit of Wildcat quarterback, he played defense, I think that's where he's going to play in college. Uh, but he was all over the field for Hillcrest, and that's a huge get for them, uh, get, getting that from their rival, the Northridge Jaguars. Uh, but but that, that was all we that, that's that was fun. That was a fun little activity to do last night. Uh, and look, if you're out there, you can jump in and talk about it. Anything you want to take away from Mountain Brook or Hillcrest. But it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Uh, when I got home, 
Of course, this is what everybody wants to get into. When I got home, the SEC tournament, I wanted, wanted to put the SEC tournament on Alabama. Alabama and Arkansas. <laughs> Sad. This, this Alabama team just giving you heart palpitations throughout the night. I mean, you, the, the final score ended up 3-2, to two, but that really, um, yes, one-run game. Can I say it's closer than the score? <laughs> it was. It felt closer than even a one-run game. Alabama took a 1-0 to lead. In the second inning. And Montana Fouts was in control. If you didn't watch the game, it was Therese Dels last year's uh, SEC Pitcher of the Year versus Montana Fouts the, the season prior SEC Pitcher of the Year. So it was a total pitcher's duel. And man, oh my gosh, stomachs and knots. Alabama, it just, and I got to be honest, here you go. All our fans can flame me. All our fans can call in on the Derek Daniel State Farm hotline after Montana Fouts got injured. After she got injured, I think that was in the seventh inning, uh, seventh, eighth inning. She got injured. It looked like she planted a foot, foot injury, ankle injury, lower leg injury. Don't know the extent of it. Don't, don't know the extent of it. Don't want to speculate because uh, she's an eye. She's a She might come back out there this afternoon. I'd be highly surprised, but she's an incredible athlete. She might. <laughs> she, I, I don't know what the severity of the injury was but I sent into our chat I said guys I'm going to bet Alabama's uh, Alabama's not going to be able to score before before Montana's arm falls off and, and ultimately it wasn't her arm that fell off she ended up suffering a foot injury but no Bailey Dowling who I also disparaged in our group chat I'm sorry I said Bailey Dowling oh my gosh you're not going to get a hit out of her this was two innings before her uh, game winning hit yes game winning hit two run hit uh, two run single in the ninth inning for Bailey Dowling uh, makes me eat my word so congratulations the Alabama Crimson Tide wins three to two and advances to today's semifinal. We're going to take on the winner of Florida and Tennessee who are currently in play. The Tennessee Vols up three to nothing in the top of the fourth inning over the Florida Gators. And yes, we know Tennessee number one seed in the tournament. Uh, they, they, they won two out of three in Knoxville earlier in the season. So yes, Tennessee is the, uh, is the big bad bo- boogeyman to beat in, in this tournament. And now Alabama will have its chance to, uh, to take on the Vols and advance to the sec final yeah it's gonna be i mean it's gonna be scary uh tennessee is a tremendous team but you know that being said i arkansas was gonna be a tough get you know arkansas was gonna be a tough game and it, we saw i mean like you said it was closer than a one-run game it was truly just uh, you know a scary scary <laughs> scary game especially with montana going down due to injury I think a lot of people might have, uh, you know, dampened their hopes a little bit after Montana, of course, goes out of the game. But, you know, they got the win. A win is a win, and they're moving on, and they're going to play Tennessee, a better team. But, you know, they've won two straight. They've got a little momentum going. Hopefully Montana is good. Um, And all things considered, you know, let's give the Vols a shot. Uh, Heck, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm going to be surprised if we see Montana last night. She was in tears last night. She was in tears after planting her foot. It wasn't the seventh inning. She was in tears. It was two outs, and she tries to continue to pitch. She tried to do a couple warm-up pitches, and I think her third warm-up pitch, she must have planted on the exact same spot, and she was limping away even harder than it was the first time. And, yes, you could see the concern on the teammates' faces. They rushed to her right away, and you knew, okay, your night's over, ma'am. Thank you so much for your service. And, and, and oh, my gosh, literally, thank you for your service. The face of Alabama softball, the face of women's sports, 
in the in the SEC. I mean, outside of outside of what you just had with uh, with the uh, LSU the LSU young lady Angel Reese, outside of what she's had, the face of women's women's sports in the SEC over five years. Really, uh, and, and so she is an icon, uh, and, and and really she left it all out there for the Crimson Tide last night uh, in Fayetteville. If you didn't get to watch it, really, really encourage you to look it up on SEC Network today. Before uh, uh, watch ESPN Plus, you can watch the replay. Montana Fouts, 108 pitches last night. 108 pitches she faced. Uh, she ended up facing 28 batters. She struck out, struck out nine nine strikeouts, three walks, only gave up the one run and off of five hits. Uh, massive performance last night. I would be shocked to see her today. I think we're going to see Alex Salter. We're going to see Alex Salter. We're going to see. Uh, we're going to see. Goodness gracious. Jayla Torrance, thank you. We're going to see Alex Alex Salter, Jayla Torrance, and maybe a little bit of Lauren Esman through the rest of the way of this tournament. Uh, Our biggest hope, you know, Tennessee plays a long game today. Right now, Florida not giving them too much of a battle. They're going into the bottom of the fourth inning, still up three to nothing. So they're cruising. Uh, Really? At this point, there's nothing to lose. I went into the tournament saying, okay, we can go two and one. That's a good weekend. That's a good week. It's going to be hard to win the whole dang thing, but it's a good week to go two and one. Well, we've got our two wins. You've beaten uh, Missouri and you've beaten Arkansas. The Arkansas win is a huge win. Just RPI-wise, a huge win for the selection committee. I think the Arkansas win uh, really gives us a lot of... Positive, uh, uh, p- p- positive momentum to, to host, uh, ho- you know, maybe host a super regional. I, I, th- I think that you're getting to that point with with upsets happening around the country. Um, I do feel good about us hosting a regional. It's just going to be about what happens in the rest of the country if we'll get to host that secondary round before the Omaha round. So encourage you guys to watch that tonight. It looks like right now, 520, 530's first pitch. Uh, you all know what's been going on o- o- over in Arkansas. Lots of weather delays throughout the weekend. We had a four-hour delay on Wednesday. Last night's delay wasn't that bad. Last night's delay, only about 20, 30 minutes. So, so great uh, that we're getting back on track in the SEC tournament. Uh, in addition, just a quick shout out South Carolina taking down Georgia wow wow big win for South Carolina and then Auburn bleh, Auburn winning so Auburn and South Carolina are in the SEC semifinals they will play uh they will play in between yeah they'll be they'll, they'll play in between this Florida and Tennessee game and then Alabama versus the winner of the Florida and Tennessee game they'll, they'll, they'll play that for their semifinal and we will have the final tomorrow uh so hopefully Alabama can walk away with an SEC tournament championship uh man what a prize that would be for what has been a lackluster regular season I think that would be a hell of a prize for a lackluster regular season you have you, you rack up 18 losses in the regular season but come away with an SEC tournament title who Patrick Murphy gold star I think that's that would be hey, he said he's talked about it that some he, some teams take longer the runway some teams will take longer to gel take longer to get to get, get together honestly we're not going to remember anything about the 18 regular season losses if the if the uh, if the postseason play continues to be strong and on Thursday, on Wednesday night, it was strong at the plate. It was strong uh, going against Missouri. Last night, it was strong in the field. It was strong in the circle. Yeah, you want more action out of the plate. You ended up with nine nine hits. Nine hits only gave you the three runs. Uh, man, you had a couple chances there. Uh, I think it was in the 
fourth inning. They had they, they, they had a couple of, they had runners on second and third. Uh, they, they had a couple of chances to break the game open, but unfortunately never got that signature hit. Story of our lives for this series, this season. Never was able to get that that signature hit to break the game wide open, which is probably why that was down on some of our batters as the game was getting late. And yes, I'll take the heat. I'll take the oh lack of faith, Joe Gaither. You know, no good. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm proud of our ladies. Proud of battling. Montana was in tears last night because she wanted to be out there and just um, and, and I just want to commend our ladies for 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 rallying rallying to her. Shoot. It reminded me, I saw a lot of it on Twitter, it looked a lot like the SEC tur- SEC championship games with Jalen and Tua, where the two quarterbacks were supporting each other. Uh, you get pulled out, Jalen gets pulled out, supports Tua. Now, Montana wasn't pulled out. She was injured. But as soon as she got over her five seconds of, oh, my God, I'm in a lot of pain, I'm, I'm injured, I'm emotionally hurt because I can't play anymore, as soon as she got, it was about five minutes, and oh, I would have taken an hour. <laughs> so, you know, not, not criticize. About after she got over her five Five minutes of oh shock I'm out of this game and my my the, you know my the rest of the season might be in jeopardy of some kind she walks right over to Alex Salter like a leader and she starts giving her pep talk she starts uh, obviously you don't hear it but but you see her in her ear kind of and, and you see her doing hand motions maybe you want to do this pitch maybe you want to do a drop ball maybe you want to do a rise ball I'm sure she's giving her a lot of advice and then right before she goes back out on the field, still arm around her, pep talking. It was, Montana was, showed real leadership last night, real leadership. Um, <laughs> maybe Montana won't be happy that the cameras caught her using some not-so-nice language in the, in the circle on her way out, but I think she was just trying to fire her team up. She said, there's only two, there's a, there's two outs. You only need one bleeping out. And I know you can bleep and do it. I can, I can read her lips clear as day. And she's not being real. She's just passionate. And leading, leading her team, you need one out, and I know you can do it. And, and I was just encouraging uh, to me to, to just to see her, okay, I'm hurt, but I still have a big role on this team. Everybody's looking at me. If she had walked out, what ended up happening, she walked into the dugout, and she walked kind of down the dugout steps, so she disappeared for four or five minutes. If she had just walked down the dugout steps and cried for an hour, Maybe that, I mean, look, that's perfectly, it would have been, if she had done that, I I think we'd all say, oh, you're in your rights to do that. It sucks. That's a terrible way to go out. But no, she sucks it up and she says, I still have a job to do with my team. They're all looking at me to, they're looking at me to not crumble. If I crumble, the likelihood the rest of us crumble is very high. So she comes back out in the dugout and is cheering. She's doing the whole, you know, all, all the claps and chants and cheers that they do in the dugout. So the really, really bravo, bravo, Montana Fouts. I am so appreciative of what you've meant to the softball game, what you've meant to the University of Alabama, and, and just really how you've represented our university. Yeah, I mean – She's a legend. She's an icon, and I just I really hope that the emotion and the, a lot of the tears and stuff were more from the prospect of you know her her thinking this could be my career and less because of how severe the injury was. I mean, like you said, it it could be like she's probably not playing today. Almost, I'd say ninety five percent chance she is not playing today. But you know, I really hope that it's not serious enough that if we you know beat Tennessee move on or even if we do lose to Tennessee and we're you know we still got a postseason so you know hopefully she's able to heal up and be ready for that because man we need her a hundred percent. And so we'll see what, what ends up happening. We'll, we, we will be looking for updates from Montana Fouts' injury. It was never given. 
last night, but there was a lot of speculation. <laughs> our, 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 uh, our, our chat was knee, ankle, hip, foot. And I was like a, bu- a bunch of a uh, bunch of amateur doctors uh, guessing. I went with foot, ankle. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. So uh, that's going to be that, that, that's kind of our, our update on the SEC tournament. We, we look forward to seeing what's happening about 5.30, 5.20 today. When you, if you want to listen to it, you'll be able to hear it on 97.5 MeTV right across the hall. Download the MeTV 97.5 app. You'll be able to hear our man Tom Canterbury and Gray Robertson call the game. If you hear oldies music, it means they're in rain delay. If you hear, you know, because it's basically our, uh, you know, golden old, uh, it, it's, it's a great station, great music, but it's classics. But uh, if you're hearing music, it means you're in, we're in rain delay. So if you turn it on at 530, you're like, where's the Batman softball game? We're in delay. But when the girls are playing, they will be on 97.5, MeTV, Tom Canterbury and Gray Robertson presenting it on Crimson Tide Sports Network. We're going to go ahead and hit our break right here. When we come back, I'll take our friend Jeff in Tennessee. Jeff in Tennessee uh, in just a minute on the Derek Daniel State Farm Hotline. Jeff, I want to let you know you did have a special shout-out on the Twitter machine. Somebody said, hey, Joe, wake up, Jeff. He's my favorite part of the show. So when we go to you, hopefully you'll be awake so you can give that guy, the, uh, your fans uh, everything that they want. We'll come back with Jeff in Tennessee. I got lines available for you at 205-342-9904 on the Derek Daniel State Farm Hotline. This is Cup of Joe Midday Matt. If you need insurance, like it. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. From our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation. Across the United States. And from around the world. As respected industry leaders. We are here. Working hard for you. In an effort to provide you with. Excellence in sports medicine. Excellence in research and education. And excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you. Aggressively pursuing. Victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Miz and Main. And if you haven't tried the Miz and Main dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at christophermobley.shop. So check out Chris Christopher Mobley, Luxury Game Day Apparel, redefined. Did you know not washing your hands after using the bathroom can increase the spread of hepatitis A? Washing your hands with soap and water, as well as getting vaccinated, is the best way to protect yourself if you are at risk of getting hepatitis A. One dose of the hepatitis A vaccine provides long-lasting protection in up to 95% of those who receive it. For more information on the hepatitis A outbreak in our state, visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the ABA, and this station. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy through tonight. We'll maintain the chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms. The high today, 83. Tonight's low, 65. Tomorrow and Sunday, partly sunny both days. Scattered mostly afternoon and evening storms. Highs between 87 and 90. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 79 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call 
Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Will somebody answer that damn phone? That's 205-342-9904. Welcome back in. Cup of Joe Midday Madness on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Joe Gaither, Sub Shirey, and Intern Plank hanging out with you guys for another 30 or 40 minutes. Tennessee Vols have the bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. They're up four to nothing on the Florida Gators. So it's looking more and more likely that our Alabama Crimson Tide will be taking on the Tennessee Vols in later on in the afternoon. Let's head out to the Derry Daniels State Farm Hotline. We'll find our friend Jeff in Tennessee. Jeff, what's good on a Friday? Well, all this rain's not good, so I'm down, you know. Well, I hope, I, hope it, I hope it dries up there here's for the, you. Here's the mercy, here's the mercy of weather when you schedule spring sports and has spring clean in about 10 days. You're so, exactly right. Pretty much, pretty much in mercy when you've got the rain on baseball and softball, even tennis, you got to find some indoor courts to play. So pretty much the... Uh, Jeff, we need you to break out the weather machine. Well, I mean, I, I like to break out some sun, but it's, you know, <laughs> the, the, sun, the sun's went down on me today. It's like you know, the John went down on me. So I'm not... Uh, I'm not have, have no sun. It's all... Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, who stopped the rain? Ain't no sunshine or, 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 in Jeff's or, 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 life. Or, 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 I love, I love a rainy day instead of a rainy night. I, I get it bad so love a rainy day. Jeff, so. we got to get some sunshine in your life, man. Well, it's well, not I, warm I, 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 I mean, I, I, I had to want something to get these ball games in. I don't <laughs> care about that. We need some get the ball games in. We got to have a spring fling 10 days. We can't have all this rain. You got to be done by a certain date. And if you're not, you, I don't know what they do. So, But, uh, but no, how, how about you? Pimps and I guess y'all still alive. Y'all still trying Barely. to find that Barely still alive, that. Jeff. Y'all should have to fight that host. Well, you're alive, or it don't matter. Hey, man, not. the heart is beating. Doom, 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 doom. Well, I don't doom, doom. be beating when Ashley Rogers gets through with you, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's going to be a tough night. <laughs> they, might, they might run real forward to go ahead and get it early. That's what it looks. They're up four to nothing. They didn't get any more out of that bases loaded situation. But uh, you're ex- uh, everything they you're saying about Tennessee is absolutely they, they, right. They, 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 they might want to get early today. Go ahead and get, get early today. So they, they're they're a strong Panama. team. They are strong. But uh, but I, I know you're excited about that NFL schedule. Are the Winnipeg Blue Bombers going to play the, the Kansas City Chiefs this fall? No, I don't think that. I don't think the Blue Bombers are on the schedule. Happen. I think that's going to happen. They don't Jeff, play Jeff, so. you, I, I'm looking at the Bears schedule, and I'm, I'm I'm debating. I'm debating, and you can help me out. Should I go down to New Orleans to watch Bears Saints uh, for in, in early November, or should I go up, or should I go up to Chicago to watch Bryce Young and watch uh, pa- pa- Panthers Bears in November? Well, I would never watch them. Bryce ain't going to be playing. He's too short. He ain't going to play. He's going to be playing by November. He's going to be playing. <laughs> well, I, mean, well, I don't know. He's too. He's five ten. He ain't six foot. So he won't be. He won't be. Have Let's make a bet. Let's make a, a, a friendly bet. A friendly bet, Jeff. Uh, who will, who will start first? Will Levis for the Tennessee Titans or Bryce Young for the Carolina Panthers? Well, Bryce Young, we because the Panthers are so bad they got half a turnover up here at Tennessee. <laughs> Turn the ball over. So, and we know they don't. And they don't want Will Levis. You some Kentucky. I told you why. Like I said tonight, the draft when the, draft, the Titans moved up, I thought they were going to take. So help me, Jeff. Should I go down to New Orleans, November fifth? 
or go up to Chicago November 9th for the Panthers. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm also, uh, well, I mean, but I'm also, at my birthday. You got so much money. No, no, I don't have so. No, I got to pick. But I'm also thinking about uh, October 5th because my birthday is October 6th. October 5th at Washington. Hitting up some of well, my. That's all right. I, I, I was going to say, just take the time 109 yet and go both of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I, October 6th, that's when my parents are married, so you, you can celebrate that. All right, that's great. Happy anniversary to Jeff's parents. Well, no, no, they're, 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 they're not dad's parents, but they didn't marry. October 6th, several years ago, but they did, they did, uh, they, they, they didn't get married on that day, so you can thank a margarita for them. I will, I will. I'll be thinking about you and your, well, you and your family. No, no, I'll say this. He will, he will start before uh, Real Evans because, because uh, the Titans are going to play That's what I saw. What's that now? I saw they were going to straight up cut Malik Willis. Well, I mean, that I means what, what they said. They they said that Willis was number two right now. Lives is number. He's got to be that Willis. From what I heard, so I don't know if they if they said that. I hadn't heard it, so I mean, it'd be nice if they could. I don't know, but I'm saying what I heard. Is he's got to be that. When the camp starts, he's going to be the. That's just Mike Vrabel, not Mike Vrabel's uh, coaching talk. You know, Mike Vrabel. Well, I mean, well people, people don't like him up here. I mean, there's one guy down here. He, he's got question marks back because he's just because he's from Kentucky. But see, his whole life is question marks. So he can't, he can't <laughs> grow any hair. He's the bald. He can't grow any hair. So Jeff, do you remember what? Do you remember two years ago when Mike Vrabel came out and told the media that he would uh, cut off his man parts to win a Super Bowl? Do you remember that? Oh, uh, Don't, are, are you, are you that, proud that, of that'll the never happen, so That's why he said it, because it'll never happen. See. It'll never happen. As long as you've been, pr- you been Tennessee Titans, it won't ever happen. Because you've got Amy Adams. He can't run. That family can't run a lemonade stand. That's the NFL franchise. You know, it's been since 1960. One thing they've ever won is the AFL championship. And that's the fun. So that's all they've ever won. That's why when I was hey look look look, look. that's why when I was ten years old and I was thinking I gotta pick a team and the and the the new and the Nashville Oilers had just moved into town. I said said, I'm not gonna pick them. I said and I just watched with the the Tennessee Oilers red white and blue where the Tennessee Oilers gonna beat all over you. That's what the old song. But no, that's why he said that because he knows he's never gonna win one. At least in Pittsburgh, you said that. Then man parts been off real bad. He's been off real damn fast. I don't want to six up. He's been being real fast on that. He's been up there. Yeah, I should. I should. I should have picked. I should have been smarter as a ten year old and picked the Steelers. I'd have been. I'd have been two Super Bowls. Well, he picked pick Terry Bradshaw and Swan and all these like that. That whole defense ought to be in the Hall of Fame. Every one of them. All that whole steel curtain defense ought to be in. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned. Jeff, what you going to get into this weekend? What's that now? What you going to get into this weekend? Well, I'll probably. Be, I mean, depends on what these. Ball games. I'm going to go watch a tennis match here this afternoon. I, I've been working all week, so I had a, uh, had, a had two soccer soccer matches due yesterday, and you know softball and baseball. So I've been you know I've been uh, I've been working. I had to do two one inside and one outside. We they just put the indoor facility at our soccer complex, 110,000 square feet. And they That's pretty there cool. It was rain yesterday, so you know, I, you know I had to do two stories at one time. So. Well, you're a beat. Hey, Jeff, maybe I can get you on hold and you can teach me how to do two stories at once because I need to learn how well, to do that's it. That's the way it is when you're a great journalist. You can, you can multitask. You can do it all. So I'm, 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 I'm trying to learn after you, my man. That's, 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 why, that's why I'm the best. I don't need no awards. I'm the best. I don't need no damn awards. They, they don't give me an award, so I don't need no I'll give you an award. What, what, well, what, what do you want to call it? 
We'll see if Montana passes strike out of you. Y'all hang in there, guys. Roll Tide. Have a good day, Jeff. That's Jeff in Tennessee. All right, if we're going to give Jeff in Tennessee a made-up award, Seth, what are we going to call it? Because it's got to be a journalism award. It's got to be the Jeff in Tennessee, Jeff in Tennessee, um, you know, Adolph Rupp. Player hater of the year. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, but I am going to have to learn how to do more than one story at a time uh, in the near future. Seth, do you want to take a break right here, or do you want to go right into uh, last night's 76ers Celtics game? Because I barely got into it. Cause obviously, I was at Hillcrest, and then I watched, watched softball. I mean, we can touch that game briefly. Cause- yeah, tell you, because what I saw first, first circling back to comments earlier in the week, Jason Tatum, you daggum bum, inefficient SOB, terrible, terrible, terrible. Well, missing 11 of your first, your first 11 shots, and you're supposed to be the guy. You're supposed to be the superstar. Yes. I know you made your last four for three three pointers. I did read about that, and great. You closed them out. You closed out the 76ers, what, 14 to five down the stretch to win the ball game. And okay, are this looking a little like deja vu from last season? You go down 3 2 to Milwaukee. You go out to Milwaukee. You win game six. You come back to Boston for game seven. The ghosts in the garden are alive and well, and Jason Tatum takes you to the finals. Well, in this case, the conference finals. Next, next round. Uh, are the 76ers in trouble now, Sup? I mean, th- no, I don't think they're in trouble. I really don't think they're in trouble. Uh, you know, I, I really don't know what to predict for game seven, truly. But what we saw here is Jason Tatum, like you said, bum! looked like a bum. He looked like, ab- I mean, if he didn't, Trash! If, he, if he truly didn't turn it on there, obviously he did what he needed to do at the end. You know, he got hot. He hit some big threes. They pulled away. They won the game. The conversation today is, yes, that happened. It's a different conversation if that didn't happen. But, man, before he turned it on there with – I mean, the only reason they were in that position, really, was because of how bad he played the whole game. So, you know, if you want to look at what he did to win them the game, sure. He played terrible for three and a half quarters, basically, uh, to put them in that situation where he needed to take over in the first place. So, you know, he does deserve some criticism for it. And then, of course, he comes out in the postgame interview and, I'm one of the best players in the world. Like, just calm down a little bit, man. You were having a historically bad game. I mean, he was 0 of 10 at halftime from the field. Uh, I believe right before he turned it on there, kind of, in the, you know, with about four minutes left to go in the game, you know, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, he was, I think, he had made one field goal. I mean, his points were from foul shots. He was getting assists. He was getting rebounds. But, man, you talk about an all-time stinker. And they somehow, I, thanks to him, they managed to pull it out. But that's really the the big takeaway. Game seven, I don't know what to predict. I mean, it, it's a toss-up. Uh, dude, you're going to like this. Let me, let me find this stat. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. <laughs> Doc Rivers. As I'm almost there. Okay, yeah, here we go. Doc Rivers is 13 and, uh, 17 and 32 all time in close out games. The 32 losses are the most losses by a coach in NBA playoff history. Who got you, Blake, out there? And people, people are going to say, like, oh, it's the Sixers, it's Doc Rivers, they're going to lose. We got to get him going. I just I don't feel comfortable saying that, right? Obviously, it's what, you know, the consensus is going to be is, you know, Doc chokes, the Sixers choke. Uh, that Am makes, I going to get beat by that, 34-year-old Joe Mazzula? Joe, come on. I'm a better coach than you. Probably, he probably is, and Doc Rivers gets, you know, a lot of hate. A lot of people really don't respect him as a coach, and, you know, people try to throw dirt on him all the time. Kevin Garnett! He, 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 Kevin he makes, Garnett made my life! He makes smarter in-game decisions than Joe Mazzulla still. 
I mean, watching the series. I owe my career to Paul Pierce. And yeah, wa- yeah. And Ray Allen, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very true. But Doc Rivers is still Doc Rivers. And, you know, he's going to have that pressure on him. I think the Sixers. How many 3 1 leads have I, think, I, I choked? They know I lost 3 1 with the Clippers. They know the world expects them to choke. I could do it again. They know the world expects them to choke. And they could do it again. They could do it again. That being said. I'm going to say they will do it again. I'm going to say they're okay. going to go up to Boston. You, you're going to go up to Boston, and Embiid's going to – they're going to lose. Embiid's going to have a, a fine game, and Harden's going to have a fine game, but they're going to lose. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, at the end, they're going to lose, and Doc Rivers is going to be fired. My, my, I, you know, I'm going to go the opposite of you. I think my early prediction is that we see a very similar game to uh, that game a couple games ago when – I mean, when Harden took over, obviously, but it was Embiid, Embiid put, like – he had like 34. Yeah, 15, game five, I think it was. And everyone was like, oh, where's Embiid? Like, where's, where, why is Harden taking over the game? And meanwhile, like, he actually did play well. Um, I think I think Harden, I, I just got a feeling that my Harden senses are tingling. I think James Harden obviously has had plenty said about him all year. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He could go out and go, you know, two for 15 and make me look like an idiot. I just I've got a, I've got hardened senses and I think that he's about to go 35 40 Sixers close them out in Boston. All right, our la- our friends out there in the desert in Las Vegas have Sunday's game 7 already bookmarked at Boston minus 7. Don't have a time quite yet for that, but you'll be able to see game 7 after last night's after last night's Philadelphia 76ers loss. Game 7 will be held uh is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, Sunday. No, it's going to be Saturday. It's going to be Sunday. Yeah, uh, it's going to be Sunday uh, uh, for, for your games having over there in Boston. All right, so let's hit our break right here. When we come back, um, we'll, we'll hit the other game. The Nuggets are now uh, advanced in the conference finals. Kevin Durant, Captain Easy Path. Your path is now over for another year. So we'll talk about that game as well. And uh, we'll just see what else is on the menu for the rest of the weekend right here on Cup of Joe. This is Tide 100.9. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Houston Texans have released their rookie jersey numbers. Will Anderson will wear number 51 and Henry Toa Toa will wear number 39. Former Alabama defensive back DeMarco Hellums has inked his rookie deal with the Atlanta Falcons. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, this is Reagan, owner of R&R Cigars, the Cigar Mansion in downtown Tuscaloosa, located at 2703 6th Street across from the home two suites. Come down to R&R and see why we're the ultimate cigar and bourbon experience. With over 165 bourbons and five private barrels, our selection of bourbon is unmatched. We have the best cocktails around and our cigar selection is legendary. Our lounge and service are world-class. Come and experience the luxury of the mansion and see why it's a world-renowned cigar and spirits destination. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern-day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamane. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamane dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Find. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. 
don't love the way he approaches the game. So he rubs me the wrong way. So when I see him get blown out uh, by 25 points last night and eliminated, uh, makes me very, very happy. But what ended up happening, Durant, he didn't play terrible. It's 23 points, 8 of 19, uh, 5 rebounds on the game. Devin Booker, on the other hand, not so good. Only 12 points, four, four for 13 from the floor. Devin Booker left the arena without even without even uh, meeting with the media. Booker, hey, hey, you're a superstar. You you, you are the, the face of the franchise. You're you say you're a top 10 player. You want to be an all star. You want to be you know you want to be regarded as the be- one of the best players in the league. And some nights you really are. But you got to go meet with the media. You got to go say, hey, man, I didn't do enough tonight. Hey, you, you know, our defense wasn't good enough. Hey, we aren't, we're physical in the paint enough. We couldn't handle Nikola, Nikola Jokic. Hey, we got to figure out. I mean, sorry, DeAndre Ayton, not calling you out, but you're, you're soft as a baby's bottom. Go meet with the media. Face the music. Face the music. All you have to do, take the pe- Marshawn Lynch showed you what to do 10 years ago, five, eight years ago. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I don't want to say anything. I'm not happy. You know, now Marshawn didn't uh, didn't give you that elaboration, but his I'm just here so I don't get fined was enough to let you know I'm not here to talk. I don't want to talk. I'm just doing this so we're all, you know, get the checkbox. You don't have to give us a ton. Now, I like it better when you give us a ton. I like it better when you give us all the juice. But just show up. Get to the podium. Yeah, it was a bad season. Or, oh, it was a good season. Bad result. Bad end. Or, oh, we're going to learn from this. Oh, I got to get better. Just simple platitudes. It doesn't have to be like groundbreaking, you know, oh, you know what? Next year we're going to go to the pick and roll. I'm going to be, I'm going to master the master shot. I'm going to, you don't have to give away everything. You don't have to give it. You don't even have to like open up a whole lot. Just show up. You're going to get slammed. Not going to the media, not, 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 not showing up, Uh, especially after getting eliminated. Uh, Devin Booker, that little thing not going to the medium embodies the entire Phoenix Suns roster soft not re- not prepared for adversity not 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 ready to uh, to rise up when when when, so, when challenges come Kevin Durant runs from challenges goes to a new team goes to find a new team where he can just be happy go lucky 28 points a game scorer and everybody else can do the dirty work Devin Booker sorry that bad bunning stole your girl you know, sorry that Chris Paul is uh, is hurt and is over the hill. And DeAndre Ayton can't guard a big man to save his life. But, DeAndre, but Devin Booker, you still got to be a leader. Uh, so uh, I just, <clears throat> Jamani Williams get fired. Two, two years in a row getting getting blown out. Monty Williams after the game saying, oh, it's not comparable because the groups are different. We played a different style last year than we played this year. Well, Monty Williams, I look at uh, last year's group and I look at this year's group and what's the one consistency? You. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think Monty's going to get fired. I mean, I don't think his job's in any kind of jeopardy. You got to keep in mind it's the Suns, you know. Suns haven't exactly historically had, you know, long stretches of relative six. I mean, he got them to the finals. You love that he Charles Barkley commercial, finals. don't you? You talking about the Suns and their, and their history of success, the Charles Barkley oh, commercial oh, where he's yeah. sitting with young Chuck. Hey, how many championships am I going to win, Chuck? You're going to be surprised. Don't tell me. I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> yeah, You're but going to be surprised. The, the, my, I mean, obviously there's so many takeaways away from that game. My biggest one is it's hilarious how NBA discourse works because days ago, maybe 72 hours, maybe a little bit more, maybe around a week, people were saying, is Devin Booker the best shooting guard in the NBA? 
is Devin Booker, you know, is Devin Booker better than Shy Gilgis Alexander? Is Devin Booker, you know, better than De'Aaron Fox? Is Devin Booker like, you know, it, it was the Devin Booker show. It was, you know, he can't miss. He's shooting a historic rate, and he, he was shooting like sixty four percent. He shot eighty percent at home, basically effective field goal percentage through those two games that they they had. He deserved praise for that, but it's just the way NBA discourse works is. It's not just it's game praise. Game. It's he's a Hall of Famer. Instantly, he's he's the best shooting guard in the league. It's right so now. it's so hyperbolic. It's like uh, you know we're getting on the Suns right now. Oh, they're terrible. They're awful. We, we, they went forty five and thirty seven this year. They have great te- they have great players. Like look, you th- you roll out their, their their five against a lot of other five. They're not a bad team, but they just ran up against a team. Look, this group of the Nuggets. You want to talk about uh, same team year to year to year? This Nuggets group's been together a while, and honestly. It's been a minute since they found that bubble form. In the, when they were in the bubble, oh my gosh, disgusting Jamal Murray and, J- J- Jamal Murray and, and Nikola Jokic together. Last night when I got home from Hillcrest and was flipping around my ca- flipping around my channels from softball to basketball to hockey, I saw a little bit of that with uh, with, with uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic again. Jamal Murray drives to the cup, drops a ba- uh, behind the back pass right off to Jokic for an easy lay in dunk, uncontested. Like that chemistry, those guys have played together a hot minute and. Uh, Look, I think that they, uh, I, I, I think that you, you don't like to, you, they don't get all the love because they're in Denver. They're not flashy and da- they're not flashy like they're in LA and Golden State. But I think this is a real good team. Yeah, and you brought it up. I think the common denominator is Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's been hurt. Jamal Murray hasn't seen the postseason since the bubble. Um, you know, and that team really, I mean, obviously Jokic back-to-back MVP, he's your guy, he's your franchise player. Jamal Murray is one of the most important secondary players, I mean, in the NBA. He is obviously not Jokic level, but, you know, he can he can be that guy that takes over the game. He's he's the guard, you know. He is, he is a lot of times, you know, Jokic can set up the offense. Jamal Murray is the offense, and Jokic can score too. I'm not saying that. He can, Jokic can even shoot threes, but Murray's just, you know, he's your go-to offense. You've got Michael Porter Jr. You've got Aaron Gordon. You, you know, you've got other options, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, but, you know, none of them play as consistently at a high level, especially in the playoffs, as Jamal Murray does. Yeah, Jamal, I mean, the, the Nuggets operate at a high level even when Jokic is playing point forward, when he is running the offense. He, the, the, the Nuggets do operate at a high level. But to your point, I think you're right. I think they operate at a better level when he is playing more a traditional 4-5 man and Murray is running the offense. And, okay, does Jokic want to pop out to the wing and, and take that three-point shot? All right, there he is. Or are you going to get him in the post? Are you going to get him to the elbow that he, he becomes that screener he because he becomes uh, able to able to affect the offense in such a way that Murray's skill set and Jokic's skill sets marry together so beautifully really he, I mean yeah he's a seven foot 290 pound guy who can pass with I mean absolute dime precision one of the best passers in the game and that's just that works out perfectly for Jamal Murray because you know that's what they love to get Jokic into the post get him the ball let him, you know, survey, let him, you know, make a couple pump fakes, see who's open, work a guy open. A lot of times that guy who gets open is Jamal Murray, and, I mean, he's such a lethal shooter that, you know, the Nuggets, they have their formula of success. They've known what it is. It's just a matter of getting back to it, and that's, you know, working the ball through Jokic out to Murray. 
All right, so my man, Kevin Skaggs, on Twitter. Follow him, at Staggs Kevin, S-T-A-G-G-S, Kevin. Uh, hit me up uh, from our last segment, and, and Sepp, I want to hear about, uh, I wanna hear about uh, this idea. Kevin said, Joe, it's easy. You go to Panthers-Bears on Thursday up there in Chicago, right? Go to Panthers-Bears on Thursday, November 9th, and then on the way back, I mean, this is set them up and knock them down. On the way back on that Saturday, take in Bama and Kentucky in Lexington, November 11th. So you, you, basically, you make a make a whole week of it. Go up to Chicago to see Bryce Young uh, lose, hopefully, to my Chicago Bears. Love you, Bryce. Love you. Thank you so much for the number one pick. Very, very much. Uh, but watch watch Bryce Young lose to the Bears, and then watch my man uh, Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson or Tyler Buckner dominate the Kentucky Wildcats on that Saturday. You down with that plan, Seth? Or do you think? Are you? I know you're a big Saints guy. Uh, do you think that plan? overrides uh, Sunday, November 5th at New Orleans in, in the Superdome, Bears Saints? I mean, I, all right. I mean, I've been a Saints fan since age six. Forever. I've I've been to multiple Saints games. I've never been in the Superdome. I've never been in the Superdome. Really? I've never oh, been. dude, it's, I, I haven't been for an NFL game, but it, it's, a, it's a cool place. Yeah, and it's, it's hilarious because I've viewed it as this, like, home, I mean, my, it's been my team's home stadium for, you know, However long I've rooted for the Saints, which has been almost two decades now, and yet, like, I've never been. But I will say this: from what I've heard, and you know, talking to people who've been there, talking to Saints fans, I think that you should make the dome a priority. All right, so here, look, the dome games look, are just. We got to get you on a train. Look, the tra- you can you can ride right here at uh, Greensboro, Green- station on Greensboro, right here. We'll take you eight hours. Down to New Orleans, you can drink the whole way down, drink and eat or nap the whole way. Now, I mean, it's an afternoon. Eight-hour train ride is that's. I mean, New Orleans isn't that far away. It might be a six-hour train ride. It's 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 obvious. It's longer than the drive, but you're not driving. You're you're enjoying yourself on the train. You're watching movies or hanging out with your friends or drinking or eating or watching the train the the scene the scenic scenery go by. I, I think it's an experience. So, but if you don't want to do the train, it's cool. It's only a couple hours away. Get down now that you graduated. Now that you graduated, you got uh, the schedule came out yesterday. Go look through. This is a tradition like any other. All my friends right now are doing this. We're all trying to think about when we're going to get up. Go when we're getting up to Chicago. Unfortunately, the dates aren't looking that pretty for us this this year. It might be a uh, Sunday, October first against the Denver Broncos. So uh, love love schedule time uh, as. Uh, as the NFL puts their schedule out because it makes me excited. Now, look, what always inevitably happens, you make plans, and then six months later, it's like, oh, I can't, finances, blah, this, that, and the other. But at least try to make some plans and then try to hold to them because uh, the Dome will be great, man. You get to see, get to see your man uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr! Yeah, the last – so to get this, the last time I went to a Saints game – uh, this was the Saints' offense: Drew Brees, obviously, Jimmy Graham, Marcus Colston. You know, you want to know a common denominator? One Mark Ingram. Oh, roll tide! Absolutely. Hey, that's tide. that's a heck of an offense right there. Uh, as we kind of get winding on down on Cup of Joe, we'll let's set you up for the weekend. Let you know again that Alabama softball taking on the winner of Tennessee and Florida later on this afternoon. You can watch Tennessee and Florida right now. They're on SEC Network. About 5.30, you'll see Alabama taking on the winner uh, for the right to go to the SEC championship game on Saturday. So that's going to be later on today. 
If they win, they will be active on Saturday as well for the SEC championship. Tonight for baseball, the, the Crimson Tide is taking on Texas A&M, getting ready for a three-game set. You'll be able to hear that right here on Tide 100.9, starting at 5.55. We're cutting Ryan Fowler off by five minutes. I'm sorry, Dr. Fowler, we love you, but the baseball team needs five minutes of your time. So we're going to see Alabama take off, uh, take it on Texas A&M. Three-game set, 6 p.m., 2 p.m., and 3 p.m. over the weekend. A.N. With all the noise around the baseball team, I'm excited to see what happens with this Texas A&M series, especially consider, especially coming off uh, a weekend win, a weekend series win over Vanderbilt last weekend. Texas A&M, they're there for the getting. They're there for the taking. We can get out there and win two out of three against Texas A&M as well. Encourage you to support our baseball team because, man, what a cruddy hand they've been dealt. As well, on the plate, lots of NBA. Look, you're, we're, we're, we're talking about the playoffs through the rest of the, the, rest of the weekend. When we come back next week, We'll probably be set on some conference finals. Knicks Heat tonight. Knicks Heat tonight. Oh, going to be a lot of fun. Game six down there in Miami. Your shirt say, Joe? My shirt says New York Knicks. So we'll see at game seven. Hey, man, I'll be. Go oh. New York. Go New York. Go. <laughs> go New York. Go New York. Go. Also, nine o'clock tonight, Warriors and Lakers. So lots of playoff basketball. We'll keep you all informed on Monday. We'll be back on Monday. Coming up next, Big Noon Sports. My man, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. Thank you so much, Seb Shirey. Thank you, Blaine. Thank you, Derek Daniel, sponsoring our program. Thank you to the Lynx as well. We love you all. Have a great weekend, Tuscaloosa. Now.